0: Music, theatre, Indigenous arts, film and ceramics. Now that's just the tip of the iceberg really as to what is on offer at the Banff Centre in Alberta, Canada. It's an incubator that stirs and nurtures creativity which had a profound effect upon former Black Grace Dance member Thomas Fornua who took part in the Indigenous Dance Residency first in 2011 and again last year. He's coming up soon, but first, Ngāti Puro and writer Witi Ihimaera has created novels and short story collections for the past 40 years. Big Brother, Little Sister, Yellow Brick Road, The Whale Rider, Farno, Tangi, to name a few. Now, Witi splits his time between Aotearoa and travelling overseas. In fact, when I spoke with him, he was days out from jet-setting to France for the Paris Book Fair. This September will mark the fourth year that Witi will be a faculty member with the Indigenous Writing Programme at Banff. Do you almost feel like you're, you know, flying that that flag of, of Māori literature and, and, and Māori writing in general? I mean, because you are essentially um, one of our most prolific writers, or, or do you still feel humbled by it all?
1: Well, I don't call myself um, prolific. I actually call myself hard-working. and I think I got that hardworking from Dad, who you know was always digging in post holes because he was a farmer. And I think being a farmer's son, you know, you learn how to be hard-working and you work everywhere. Um, I'm always humbled by it because um, you're doing overseas and, and internationally internationally exactly the same work that you're doing here in Aotearoa, which is to put the kaupapa Māori before people and showing tikanga Māori to people. And, for instance, uh, later on this year, apart from Canada, I'm also going to be in Oslo, um, where they are having a conference on... Um, the, uh, the ocean uh, on um, Te Nui Akiwa. So actually our writers and our artists don't just go over to talk about art. We're also there to talk about the environment, to talk about econ- economics, and also those foreign policies that affect the condition of being Māori.
0: This really is the go-to place about creativity. You've been there four times over the past decade. Tell us about what the benth. Banff Centre in Canada is, is is really about.
1: Well, look, you know what? It goes all the way back to um, the time when there was a particular Canadian delegation. It came to New Zealand and it went to Nauruawaha, where they wanted to know about um, our, our Kohanga Reo, um, which was just starting up um, at that time in the 1970s, 1980s. And, and this Canadian delegation was so excited um, about what they could see of Māori um, education. And so from that time onwards, then people like myself and Patricia Grace and Ngāhuia Te Awa and Dick Grace, we started to go to, um, to Canada to try to piggyback on the back of the, of, um, the education initiatives being uh, made between um, New Zealand and Canada, because um, indigenous people there are the same as indigenous people here, eh? Mm. You know, they're, they're the, they're the same as Māori. To our First
0: Nations? Yeah,
1: yeah, mm. yeah. And, uh, you know, they have the same issues as us, the same issues of culture, of arts, of literature, all of those sorts of issues are exactly the same, the same dilemmas. So it actually started in the 1980s, and as I say, Pat Grace and myself and Nahua we started to attend all of their major conferences about how to establish um, Indigenous initiatives in the Canada Council, which, was sim- which is similar to Creative New Zealand. And from that, the, um, um, uh, it, it was an easy step then to establish uh, programs at BANCE, which is the major Indigenous arts um, uh, body... Um, mm. Centre... Uh, Yeah, yeah, the the major kohangarao for growing uh, Indigenous uh, arts, Indigenous dance, Indigenous theatre, Indigenous film, and, of course, Indigenous writing. So I was very, very honoured to be asked to be part of their faculty four years ago. And so um, I go there and I teach with people like Thompson Highway, Katere Akuwensi Dam, Jeanette Armstrong, Marilyn Dumont and Lee Maracle. These are their major... some of their major... um, First Nations writers, and then I'm their outside writer. And so um, the writers who come to us are writers who are wanting to actually publish. They're writers who bring their drafts to uh, um, to um, BANF, and within a two-week period, um, period. Um, I work with them alongside these other mentors and at the end of the two weeks we hope that they have a novel that's ready for submission to a publisher.
0: So how intense is that process? Is it a workshopping process or do you actually physically get the scripts from the students and and read a lot? Yeah,
1: it's it's every day and every night, and every day we work solid from eight o'clock through to eight o'clock at night, and then of course we party. We have a bit of a party just to break, uh, you know, all of the tension. Yeah, and then we're back into it the next day. It's
0: just so I'm clear about this, but your your um, time at Bent will just be two weeks.
1: Um, it will be two weeks, but uh, there is an online um, Oh yes uh, component online component yes as well, which means that. Um, students then um, have us online for, I think it's another three months. Yes. And uh, because of that, that makes this probably a really good model um, for um, incubating and developing new writers. And, for instance, four years ago I had um, eight students, and I think two of those were very close to having their novels published, and then three years ago another, um, or ten students, and hopefully, um, say, two or three of those will have their work published. Uh, last year, um, I had uh, uh, 10 or 12, so it keeps on going up. And this year is very, very exciting because instead of uh, of, of um, dealing with uh, um, writers who want to be novelists, we're dealing this year with, uh, with writers who want to be uh, playwrights. And they have a really fantastic faculty. Um, for For this coming year, including I think I mentioned his name joseph boyden who 's um, yes. one of the top um, young um, writers um, he 's he's written a, a book called Three Day Road about um, uh, Native Canadians in the First world war, and given that i 've just written a play about Maori in the first world war i 'm going to have a lot of good conversations with him so that 's another thing too you know we 're all there we have these conversations, and then um, the student 's work is showcased with us. So we then have two, um, two evenings of, um, of, of, uh, of theatre and, uh, and, and, and of recital. And hopefully we're also trying to involve um, those, um, those Māori who are going to be down on the dance programme because uh, it's going to be fantastic this year because I think Bant is also inviting one Māori writer and one, uh, one dancer to come to New Zealand to be part of the programme.
0: As a writer, witty, do you still practice discipline of scheduling time to write?
1: Uh, Well, I'm not very good at it (laughs) at the moment, but um, one of the things is that the business of writing begins to take over your life. Yes. So that leaves very little time um, to write. However, the business of writing is also something that I teach. That is contracts. Uh, I teach um, what to look for when you get a film contract because three of my works have been made into films now and I teach them the difference between writing for film and writing um, for publishers. Yes. Um, I teach them about agents and um, what to look for in an agency contract. I really do enjoy doing this um, for overseas people and I'm humbled you know, by it. Uh, but in the end, you know, um, it's not really helping our own. So, I'm really grateful that uh, Te Awa Nui A Rangi, is, for instance, is looking at establishing other courses uh, which might be similar to the one that we teach at Manukau.
0: Kate tu atu ki tera, Thank you so much for your time.
1: Oh, kia ora. Ko um, te whanau a kai te iwi, uh, ko rongopae uh, te marae, uh, te teawa uh, te awa, nareira, tēnā tāta katoa.